Okay, stop slurping. <laughs> okay, uh... <laughs> I get the giggles every time we do this. It's so weird. Can you stop slurping? It's for my ASMR. ASMR episode. Okay. Alright, let's start up. <clears throat> Cue the music. <laughs> that beat fire. I'm not gonna cue the music. That beat fire though. The intro music? The mm. beat is fire. <laughs> Spoons and knives. Spoons and knives. Alright. We started. I'm leaving all of that. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with that. Alright. Welcome back everyone to Spit in Your Food. Yeah! <laughs> you just gotta I waited this whole time to do that. <laughs> You're just gonna go ahead and roast me to start off with. Did you the so the last episode Dean actually put in the little kids saying yay for me because it it just made everything ten times better. <laughs> um, so welcome back, heroes. Today we will be talking about what we left off talking about last time. That John apparently started screaming at us and was like, "We're not talking about this in this episode. Just push it off." I forget everything I said. <laughs> okay. Same. We're talking about uh, the algorithm, the perfect algorithm to a good restaurant. That's what we're going to talk about. Uh, yes. But as always, remember, take everything with a grain of salt and a little bit of spit. So this is all an opinion-based <laughs> podcast. We're I don't think we're going to say anything negative. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always say I'm going to be positive about this stuff and then I say something stupid. That's true. <laughs> It always happens. All right. Uh, Dean, do you want to start us off? <laughs> we got for us today, sir. Yay! Absolutely. Dean's here. Yay! So, what makes a restaurant thrive? Everything. Is, is, is definitely a mix. Okay. But there are restaurants that thrive in many conditions, you know, in the Kitchen. cities, in the suburbs, in Service. villages. There's in food carts. There's so much variables that Lighting. there is no right answer. Menu. John's trying to go ahead and spit bars as you're talking. However, there are foundations You're setting the scene on what a good uh, food service relies on. Right. <clears throat> there's a there's a company that uh, there's not a company. There's a magazine in uh, Canada that specializes in just food service and they publish blogs are they critics kind of this is just a group of individuals that are in the industry that created a news uh, news and magazine outlet it's called RestoBiz the official Canadian restaurant and food service news source so they created um, shout out to Canada absolutely Toronto the neighbors the six the six six, 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 six. Is that going to be the one for this episode? Which one? The six, 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 six. All right, I'll, we keep I'll talking about Canada. I'll yeah. Definitely cue us. So every time you hear the word Canada, there's going to be that music. Cool. Six, 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 six. So they created this article about the top twenty factors for success in a restaurant business. Mm -hmm. You know, the funny thing is that they only showed fourteen. The, right? other, the yeah. other six gone. The other yeah. six. Do you have to pay for the other six? Um, I don't know. 
but uh, I'm gonna send a, a very uh, I'm gonna send an email <laughs> remember that movie White Chicks like I'm gonna mail your boss I'm gonna send a letter that's gonna be oh, me that's gonna be you I need to watch that movie again I own it on Amazon Prime I just haven't watched it oh yeah yeah damn so related, so related to what we're so talking basically about. this episode we're gonna go down the list. It's a good movie, and then we're gonna yeah. we're gonna speak a little bit about the topic. Okay, and everybody's gonna do their opinion mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten. How important it is? Absolutely, cool. Ooh. So your opinion matters to us. First one <laughs> is a winning. That attitude. was very white chicks. Winning attitude. One through six. Wait, one to ten. They says no one likes to eat in an empty restaurant. Okay. You and your staff must convey a winning attitude. An infectious positive attitude is necessary to bring them back. Mm-hmm. While no one can guarantee your success in the restaurant industry, and these factors are taken into consideration, you will make great strides. Okay. Therefore, you need people on either side of the people that are bringing out your food just voguing like power, 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 win, 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 go, go, go. You know, I honestly, I, I give it a ten. Like of importance? Of importance? Absolutely. A 10. <sighs> I'm going to give it like a... I'm, I'll give it an 8. No, 10. I'll I'm give it an 8. 10. I'll give it an 8. Here's why. Here's my reason behind that. I think it makes it a little bit harder to have a winning attitude at that... In like a food service job when the fucking customers suck. So it makes it a little mm. bit harder. That's true. So it's very important. That's why I gave it an eight. But it's also irrealistic that you're going to have a winning attitude the entire time based on what's going on in the restaurant. Now, what was it that it said about like the more people thing? It said having more people in the restaurant with a winning attitude is better or yeah, it just like, more people in general? No, I think it's like the employees, right? Yeah, it says that you you and your staff must convey yeah. a winning attitude. Yeah. An infectious, positive attitude is necessary to, quote-unquote, bring <clears throat> back. Yeah, I, re- I definitely agree with that statement because, I mean, if you're okay with, like, your runner, your server, like, your boss, all that stuff, it's great. I mean, it makes the environment well. But usually when it comes to food service, in my case, what really ruins it for me is just a customer. So that's why I give it an 8. Yeah, yeah, but but, a, but we're talking from a customer standpoint oh, in this okay. episode. All right, let me try to sit down like a customer. Yeah, I guess a winning attitude is good. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I will give it a one star rating if the buzzer comes out and cleans up my plate and he's frowning. You know, I need everyone smiling. I'm completely joking, but I'm just saying. Yeah, like, okay. I was gonna say. I'm just what? completely joking, but <laughs> I don't know because I mean I, I, I've seen restaurants with. People just and that you can just tell they don't want to be there, uh-huh. and it makes you not really want to be there too. Right? Yeah. yeah so just fake it. Right. Fake, fake it. Like fake, fake it in the table. Go in the back of the kitchen, be pissed off, and talk shit. But walk into the walk-in freezer and cry a little bit, and then walk out. Absolutely. Everything's based on first impressions. Um, when you walk in the restaurant, the hostess, whatever you see in the front is going to be the first thing you see. Right. So that has to be on top. Uniform, you know presentation smile it has to be that's the first impression you get to the table first impression is the server yeah it just all has to be positive <laughs> yeah right damn true true that's difficult for sure i think that's difficult that's a difficult expectation because there's so many people within a restaurant you know what i mean so it's so like a lot of moving pieces Absolutely. Mm, also, restaurant workers just don't get paid enough to be smiling like that, you know? 
No, they don't. <laughs> they hey, really don't. Shout out to COVID-19. You wear a mask. I've, I've worked an entire shift recently with like a frown. <laughs> you can't even see it. Oh, this yeah. just turned into a like a whole psychiatric uh, consultation for, for Dean. No, not really. Are I you mean, okay? You want to talk about it? I mean, you, you just have to give 300 day. people drinks day. at a bar mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everyone's just looking at you for drinks. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be smiling too much. Yeah, no. I'm I'm a workhorse. I think after COVID, I've perfected the fake smile. That like I'm smiling on top, but my like the bottom half of my face is frowning full time. Yeah, where you don't even like show teeth. You just kind of like raise cheeks. Yeah, you just make sure you're squinting enough that it looks like you're smiling underneath. Mm. (laughs) He, 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 he. You don't even know. You don't even know. (laughs) You don't know what's going on. What's number two on the list? Yeah, but to end that off, I think it's definitely important. important. Because, yeah, important. for example, have you ever met someone that you just, like, let's say you, let's say we're working there instead of a customer. Okay. And let's just <clears throat> say one, let's say your manager that day is just really grumpy and sour. Mood. sour. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you more high alert and just, wow, this sucks being here right now. Yeah. And it kind of just translates. It just trickles down the entire. Yeah, line. entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, okay, I'll bump it up to like a nine. I'll still bump it up to a nine. Okay. So, number two is participative, participative management. Participative management. Cue the flushing the toilet. Damn. You can't run a restaurant from your office or from your desk mm. at another business. You must be present, involved, oh, and leading. Bro. Absentee ownership is has resulted in failure time after time. Okay. How important is this? I'll give it I'll give that a ten. I'll give mm. that a fucking ten. Because how are you gonna like I said, there's so many moving parts. If you don't have good management, you don't have a good leader, someone you can like rely on if at any moment. Thanks for that, Dean. Thanks for the little thing. <laughs> if you don't have any... Stop! No, don't do that. Not the pens again. Not the pen. Um, yeah, if you don't have someone like leading you on or like someone you can rely on when like shit hits a fan during service, then what the fuck? You know? That goes back to like what you were saying. Like you want to have like a, a good experience within the... ¿Cómo se llama? The people? The workers? ¿Cómo te llamas? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I From my personal experience, I've had a few managers in my life that just didn't step up to that plate. And that affected the, the entire, like, service. It's always comforting mm-hmm. as a customer to walk into the restaurant. Yeah. And, like, right next to the hostess or even just walk into your table, you see the manager just kind of smiling and gives you that nod, you know? Mm. It's just like, all right, I know who to look out for if shit hits the fan. That guy. Yeah. And he's in a good mood. And mm-hmm. he's ready. Right. Know, or or that girl. Or, you know. <laughs> they are there. Um, yeah, I, I agree to that to that point. Although sometimes some managers give you off that like bitchy vibe. Like that restaurant we went to, um recently, the one with John M. Oh, the homie John M. Yeah. When we went Really? Inside, I thought he was pretty cool. Who? The manager of the place. The lady? The hostess was the girl that was looking really cute. The manager was the one that was wearing the jacket oh, right no, no, next no, no, to her. No, 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 no. The afternoon shift manager, the uh, guy. Oh, the gentleman. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was fine. But he like, was cool. Yeah, he was vibing out with John M. That, yeah, that's how I knew. 
Yeah, but the other manager, she gave me like severe bitch vibes. Can you, can you guys uh, please explain who John M is? Oh, the story of John M. John we, we M. We name is, dropped him a few times. He is do- a legend. <laughs> Among John- servers. <laughs> a man to not be forgotten. <laughs> okay, John Someone M. Someone who I now hold dearly in my heart. Q Avengers music. <laughs> yes, <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> Um, no, John M is just, he's this guy, he works at a restaurant in Philly. I don't know where the restaurant's located, because I have a really bad memory. It's in the neighborhood. Sandpan. Sandpan. Right? By the neighborhood. Yeah, like By the like Woody's. small plate Asian tapas. Yeah. It was a really good place. Do recommend. <laughs> I do don't remember. think I paid for it, so I don't remember what the pricing was like, but... <laughs> the place was cool. They had really good outdoor seating. Well... They had outdoor seating. (laughs) (laughs) As best as they could. Yeah. But they had this server, John M. So it was me, these two goons, and the rest of the fam bam for Easter. We had sat outside, set reservations earlier, walked through the city. We come back, and we get sat at a table. So this guy comes out. He's all, like, cheerful. You know, one of the things that we hit on the list already. He's cheerful. And he's talking to us. He's like... Explaining the menu like he wrote the damn script himself. Just like straight up. You have something in your teeth, man. I always have something in my teeth. Thanks yeah. for pointing that out. You're welcome. That's awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> you have big ass teeth. <laughs> I do have big ass teeth. <laughs> do I still have it? So, okay. you sitting there with like stuff in her teeth probably. And <laughs> she's like looking through the menu. I'm looking through the menu. Everyone's looking through the menu. And... He's explaining, like, you know, the small portions versus the big portions. Like, not everything comes the same size, so don't expect that. Then he, you know, asked for our drinks if we want anything. Anyways, throughout, should I tell the story now or should I tell it along the way of the podcast, you know? Um, sure, if you so, want So, to. John M., to be continued. There oh, my go. God. No. You have such an anticipation for this, man. I'm just yes. going to go ahead and say this. John walked out of there having the biggest man boner for this guy ever. <laughs> Look, it he was literally just... was just like, "This is the service I anticipate always. This is the man that I want always. Bring him to every restaurant I'd eat at. I want him." Immediately, <laughs> I saw his haircut, pretty decent haircut. Immediately, he had a cool voice, and also, <laughs> he was just like he was quick with distributing the menus. Yeah, flipping that shit over. Yeah, like, he was. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. He so, knew what he was doing. All right, yeah. so I guess you'll keep elaborating on the story. To be continued. Yes. <laughs> okay, what's the third one, Dean? That Wait, did you guys even vote for that out of like ten? What? No. I voted ten. Uh, <clears throat> I give it an eight. As for the ma- manager. Yeah. Wow. I've worked in a lot of places before where the manager is just there. Yeah, I know, but but that's what I'm getting at. Like, if the manager's just there, like, I feel like that just ruins the vibe. Yeah, but it's sad to say, but some restaurant managers just order and make sure you clock out. Like, I think I think I understand. Yeah, I think I understand what you're saying. Mm. I would give it a nine. Manager jobs, but nothing else. Yeah, I would give it a nine. Not even with just restaurants, just in general. Right. That just do their job they're just there no yeah, yeah. hear me they're out. just holding the title essentially is Absolutely. what you're getting at the reason why i don't give it a 10 but i don't give it an 8 is because it's important but 
you can also have good workers with a bad manager. You know, you have that lenience, that little leeway in between where it's like, you know, you could probably get away with the shift of people holding their own, like, you know, and doing everything that they need. I mean, that's happened before with us. We've had bad managers. Exactly. That's why That's why I don't think it's quite... They just make sure that they have enough work employees. Yeah. They're, they're doing like the that. bare minimum and collecting the jobs. Yikes. What? No? See, this is what I'm saying. I'm going to be nice about these things and then we get into them and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw everyone under the bus. You did it wrong. It's we, not, it's, I remember it's in, not fair uh, to them because like obviously everyone goes through shit and stuff like that. But like, yeah, Dean's right. And the job... I remember we had this manager before, I'm not going to name drop, but this person would, would the be job? there really late and just, you can't find them anywhere, literally the entire day, just talking. Mm. And then at the end of the day, closes you out and that's it. <laughs> Like when something bad happens, you would have to like look out for them and look. look, look. He's like, "Yo, can you check the bathrooms? And make sure this person's there, yeah. or maybe they're in the back smoking a cigarette or something, mm. or yeah." I, meanwhile, everything else is still going around. Right. So as important as management is, I think if there's a lot of other smooth working parts and mix up for it. Okay. I think it was at an eight. Okay. So eight, nine, I give it a ten. Because I actually think it's relatively important. But alright, next one. Experience. Okay. It's relatively easy to get into the restaurant industry. Sign a lease, buy some food, hire some staff. It's what happens after that makes the difference between success and failure. What you don't know will hurt you. If you don't have experience, get it through school through working in a business or through a trusted advisor experience i give that a solid 10 oh experience in the industry absolutely 10 okay so again are we rating these as customers or am i rating this as like a like actually someone you're rating it as how important it is to 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 have a successful restaurant you talked about the algorithm Okay, okay, okay. Okay, as someone who has really shitty experience when it comes to this, yeah, I'd say it's important. Yeah, 100%. I went to this ramen noodle place. They had like, it it would just open, but they had like all 14-year-old servers. (laughs) Yeah, and like the person came out, put the plate on the table, then put the other plate right next to the table and slid over the plate with the other bowl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's that's better. Yeah, they just like literally like, Push it off like I, I was like, gonna pick it up yeah. and like pass it over to the person next to me. Right. But they just like boom, and then slide they it. yeah exactly, and then they like put the drink over and they slide it over, and then they're just like they don't say mind the reach or anything. They just grab the plate when mm-hmm. it's all done and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So experience is very important. Yeah. Experience is important. Uh, yeah. Cause what if you, what if you get a server that doesn't know how to explain the menu? You know what I'm that's saying? That's me, man. Yeah. That's really me. I'm horrible at that. That's why I'm saying it's like so important. You get a person, you have a question. If you're like me, I'm a picky eater. So like if I don't know one thing in the menu and I don't want to look it up, but the server's right there, you just ask, hey, real yeah. quick, what is this? But if they don't know. Um, um. Yeah, yeah. Um, um. Okay. I think, I think, I think, okay. It's okay not to know everything on the menu. You think? Yep. I think it's okay not to know everything on the menu because, yeah, I think. 
This is me justifying my faults, okay? Oh, sorry. Um, some menus are really big. That's that's one. Some menus are very extensive. I yeah, mean, but I with don't an know. experienced person, you're going to get someone that knows the whole menu. Yes, yes. But if you don't know the whole menu or if you have questions about it, I think it's important to have someone who would be relatively honest and be like, I don't know. Let me go find out, though. Because... It just happened with Dean and I, like, once, where, like, we had, Dean was asking about this, what, like, a drink, and the girl was like, yeah, um, I don't really know what it is, I'm gonna go find out. She never came back. And she just ordered it. And she ordered the drink, too, on top of that. Like, <laughs> Dean was just asking about the drink, she ordered the drink for him, and then... Was the drink good? It was funny, because how it happens, again, we're going off topic, but... We were in a restaurant, and uh, it was a Mexican place. Mm. And then I remembered, oh, as a joke, I was like, do you have one of those drinks that are, like, huge, and it has, like, a little Corona bottle or whatever hanging out the side? She was like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. Continues to look at the menu. And then she just said, you know what's inside of it? She's like, I don't know. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. And then she comes back, and she ordered the drink. Yeah. And I was, do you know what's inside of it? And she, and she goes like, um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll, I'll find out I'll for find you. I'll find out for you. And then she came back to drop off the check. That was the next time we saw her. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you would have hated her. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I need constant communication between <laughs> me and my server at all times. All times. Yeah. If they ain't checking in, yeah. hey, is everything okay? Everything's not okay then. Yeah. Everything's okay until they don't ask. Yeah. So, yeah, it is important. It is important, but to be fair, if you don't know it, it's also important to have an honest, like, server and just be like, let me go find out for you. And actually have them find out for you. That really pissed me off. Because that's how you gain experience through the industry. That's how you start learning more stuff. You that's how you learn to... the menu. Yeah. <laughs> Besides just, like, trying to sell it. That's another way of learning the menu. Experience 10. Yeah, if you don't know something, don't BS it. Yeah, especially nowadays with, like, all these people with their, like, made-up gluten allergies. Yeah. Because they're not even real half the time. Because that will come back to haunt you later. Yeah, it will. Oh, shit. Okay, next one. <clears throat> Give it to me. Um, effective capitalization. A restaurant's life cycle is generally five years. Okay. In year one, you build the business. In year two or three, you fine-tune the business. In years four or five, you maximize earnings. After that, you must reinvent the business to create new excitement for your customers. Don't forget that in the first year, you need at least six months of working capital to build the business. Okay. So the... What was it? Effective capitalization. Uh, Effective cap. So what does that mean? Just having enough money to sustain yourself for the five years? Um, basically, you have to be smart with your... Um, investment okay got boy it. 100% you have yeah. to you have to have a backup when you first start uh-huh. expect a loss in <clears throat> one year and after five basically you just have to kind of reinvent yourself a little bit to keep it interesting for your customers after five yeah hmm. I, I give that a 10 five from personal experience um, my dad he used to be a general manager at this really famous spot called uh, Sam Cuisine 
they had uh, four locations and it was rated the best uh, Thai restaurant in, in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. They had one in Philadelphia, Buckingham, Dostown, New Hope. And it did extremely, extremely well. Over Running business for like 15 years. Mm. So and at the last maybe like five years was the toughest time for them mm-hmm. because this something that was crazy is that they haven't changed the menu from day one and they haven't like, shout tuned, out to the movie chef exactly they haven't shout tuned the place the movie chef. they haven't tuned the place or like redesigned their restaurants right. since so what it looked like and what they were serving on day one was the same was almost exactly the same as year 15 so they didn't renovate the inside or anything either. They did. They added like f- painting. They just added a fresh coat of paint and some new paintings. But other than that, everything's the same. Mm. I don't. <clears throat> I don't like that. New look, new menu, new at least. I don't think you have to go. I don't think you have to go as extreme as a new look, unless like things are like actually falling apart. Like you could tell. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, your yeah. chairs have holes in them. There's rips on the walls. You know, like the the one table has is lifted on the top because there was water damage. I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> whatever the case may be. I, I think maybe then. But <clears throat> I think the menu is important. I think it's always good to spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, don't take out anything that sells well. Yeah. Just... Why not experiment? Even Adding with just new sides, features. New drinks, new... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't Definitely that essentially that. why features exist? Is the, the It's like a way of a restaurant testing out new plates. And like they, specials? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, and if they're, like, <clears throat> I guess special enough, they could make it onto the bigger menu. Mm-hmm. As, like, consistent? No? Sometimes? Well, sometimes features are seasonal. Okay. And more more is the menu... The core menu is more... You can get it year-round. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. So, to keep things... Keep so things effective, effective capitalists... Capital, <laughs> effective capitalists. Using... Yeah, using your capital well. I give it a... I mean, without money, you can't run a, best, a business. So, 10. I mean... That's easy. Yeah. I, I like that one part where it was like expect a loss in the beginning because I remember when Dean almost opened up a restaurant. That was like one of the first things he said. He was like, you know, I'm not going to expect profit until about this year. So, good job, Dean. Okay, Dean. Dang. He was on route to opening up a good restaurant, then COVID hit. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> a little backstory for you. <laughs> All right, next one is called labor balance to demand. Yo, these are more technical than I thought. All right, to open <laughs> to open the doors, you require a basic labor complement. This constitutes your fixed labor costs. Profits are often squandered through poor scheduling of variable labor costs, representing the additional labor you need to meet anticipated demand. Mm-hmm. No labor requirements by hour and schedule quarterly. Basically, this is staffing. That's Ooh. it. This is pretty much staffing. Don't hire too much, but they ha- don't have too little. I feel like we're so, like, we're all, I feel like we're all just going to be like, 10, 10, 10 for all of these. The Canadians know. The Canadians, yo. Yeah, Canada, six. Canada, six. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, Canada, we're like, six. fucking, <laughs> Canada just knows how to do everything better. Absolutely. 
Jesus. I feel like if I did go to a, like a Canadian restaurant, they'd just be nicer. Uh, uh, yeah, aren't they supposed to be like one of the nicest people in the world? Yes, aren't Donnie, they, like, that's the stereotype. Yeah. Are you stereotyping, Danny? A lot of people say that people yeah. in Canada <laughs> Damn. are like European Damn. American. Cold yeah. Because there's a lot of French and a lot of people from Europe that right. migrate there. Yeah. Now, question. Do you think Canada has more... <laughs> you think... Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it again. You're so distracted. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they have more like uh, diverse <laughs> restaurants? Or do you think America does? Oh, no. Canada, absolutely. Canada? You think yeah. Canada? I would think America has I don't know. Diverse. I think New York. I think, you know, big cities. They have like a bunch of... Mm. I mean, if you... Yeah, big cities, but... Let's just say like a normal average town. Like for example, well, you have to add those both together because there's normal average towns and in, also yeah like, in Canada know. too. You're you're literally just is caught up in the six. <laughs> wow. No, not even bad that. jokes. Bad jokes. Not even that. Just Canada is known in the restaurant industry to have such. An eclectic mix of just fine dining, just every everything. Okay. It's everything. Oh, it's right. a heavily European influence. Okay. So it's like the Europe on this. Yeah, side. well heavily European, but then I like, mean technically pizza is European. Yeah, yeah, but what, what about he's the span? Asking, what about yeah, the span? What he's like, asking overall. is like how diverse is it? Because it's like I'm okay, just trying oh, to get you to like, say America, okay, dude. That's like, it. Team America. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, absolutely. Um, Which one, Canada or America? I'm Team America, but Canada's they they do better. Uh, I mean, based on this article, they're doing a lot better. Period. Period. Damn. That's what I'm gonna say. It was oh. funny because I was just on an American um, website, U- U.S. magazine-based website, and their their list wasn't as you know detailed. Okay. Maybe this is too detailed. Well, this for one's this missing podcast. six of them. This is too detailed. This one's missing podcast. six of them. That's true. This is missing six. <gasps> do you think they're in the six? Okay, they bad dad jokes. Purpose. I'm God so sorry. No. I'm sorry. I had to sprinkle the bad dad That's jokes. That's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you it's don't true. come with a comedy. Who's gonna come with a comedy? Okay. Damn. I think labor costs, especially in a restaurant, is incredibly high. Labor is always gonna be the most expensive thing in the business. Oh, I was like, what are I you think, talking? I think about? You, we're, we're always getting off topic. So I think. I know. That running a smaller team, yeah. but more experienced and mm. a little bit more higher paid is better than having a giant team on lower wages that really don't really care. I think that is know? the way to go, but overall staffing, I think, is directly correlated with managing or like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Managers are the ones to hire in the restaurant, right? That's true, but they're the right? managers. Okay, yes, but I gave managers an eight or a nine, right? I would give staffing a 10 because they're more directly involved with the clients or with the customers. customers. Sorry. True. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I think that's why I would rate it a 10. But I definitely agree involvement. with I'd probably give it a 10 too, but I, I agree with what Dean was saying about okay, fine, have a smaller staff, but pay them more. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. Because absolutely. if you think about they're it, they're more valuable. Yeah, they're definitely more valuable, but also, like, you're wearing them out a lot more. Mm. Because if you don't have... When you have a bigger staff, there's more alternatives. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Bobby can't come in. Don't worry. Sarah's got him covered. Like, 
Kevin can't come in. Don't worry, John's got him covered. Like you know what I'm saying? When you have a smaller staff, those the chances of you like taking off and doing all that shit it gets harder. Hmm. Like to get covered. Hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. And especially if the compensation's not there on top of that, that's just gonna make it even worse. So there you go. There you go. Now you know. Yeah. I mean I feel you know, like that's how yeah. That plays a lot on, like, the whole COVID thing and what, what we were experiencing about having, like, a smaller staff when, like, there was plenty of us that didn't want to go back because of COVID. Like, we were all just scared. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got you end up losing. Yep. Especially, like, I mean, in a situation where it's, like, specific clients or customers come in and they spit, sit, they want to sit with specific servers and stuff like that so when they don't see that option or when they you know don't have that option yeah they might have just gone to that place and might have liked the experience specifically for that person being the person you know the one serving them so is this your way of transitioning back to john m actually yes so in sampan my man's we're eating he brings out the food he asks us if we want it you know all come out once come out one at a time as they come we're like Whatever you want, man. Because we know he knows best. So then the food comes out. Food's great. He checks in with us maybe two, three times to make sure everything's okay. But the best thing, this is what landed and sealed the deal. And this is why I'm marrying him. He comes out and he refills our water every single time. Oh, God. We're back to the water thing. It's the water thing, man. You can't you can't let people eat. <laughs> Boy. You can't let people eat. And you can't let people just be hydrate as your server you know you have to be on top of that and that's such an important thing for you i remember on our first episode i feel like you mentioned that like 10 times you were I like had to. i need someone to go yeah. ahead and fill my glass at all times which reminds me i did you ever tell them the story about like the the girl with the water and then you were like oh, don't worry i got shoot. you yes mm-hmm. so i mean this is a little bit back into the experience thing. This girl was a little bit of a younger server. She was 16. It was at a cafe. Um, Sammy's Bullfrog Cafe in Harleysville. Shout really, out. really good place. It's good. It's really good. Um, anything you get from there, you'll like. The only thing is I had a really bad experience. It was completely my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> uh, I was a dick. I was an asshole. So the server comes out. You know, We're 30 minutes into them closing for the day. It's like 1.30, they close at 2, they sit us down, we order off the menu, our friends show up late because we're waiting for two other people, and we're just like, oh, fuck. And so then the server comes out, we uh, order, food's great, my only thing was I needed more water. I wanted to finish my food with a little bit more water. Back to the water. The person, the server, walks away from me, right? And as they're walking away, I'm like... Because she asked the whole table, except for me. Is everything all right? How's your food? Is everything all right? How's your... Oh, good. Great, great. Do you guys need anything? No, no, no. Me? Yes. I need water, bitch. So, like, <laughs> she's, like, walking away. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I didn't get to... The... And I was like, excuse me, real quick. I'm sorry. Can I just have more water? And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. I'll be right back. And everyone at the table, like, looks at me like I'm an asshole. Because, like, I didn't say anything, like, right away. And I was like, wait. But, I, like, you know, it's... It's kind of my fault, kind of not my fault, because the water should have just been there. So then they're like guilting me, and I'm like, yo, like, I'm sorry. I ended up giving her a good tip, and then she comes back from the table after she, like, to get, you know, 
takes the check or whatever and she's like hey did you mean to give this to me and i was like yes i'm sorry i was like thank you so much and just you know just keep it so yeah that was a little bit a little bit of a dickish moment for me i'll never forget that it was just like i don't know if it was like in the Senate, I don't remember it because it was like a year ago, year and a half ago. And it was during COVID too. So it's like, ah, they were just trying to close up shop. And I was like, I need more water. So I don't know. Is that my fault? I don't think it's my fault. Oh, I think your expectations of getting water right before they're closing were too high. Because here's the thing. But she asked, is everything all right? Do you need anything? Yeah, well, servers ask, is everything okay? Does anybody need anything? She means like the entire table. That means like you could have said something. She doesn't have to specifically straight look at you and be like, sir. Well, by the time they anything? all said no, she started walking away. They were like, nah, nah, nah. I was like, oh. And then she started walking away. She was like, nah, okay, bye. That comes down to the friendliness thing that we were talking about. The positive attitude thing. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the way I see it. They were closing. She didn't want to give you more water. Most servers don't give customers water when they're closing. You know why? Because we want you to get the fuck out. Man, I just want some whatever. <laughs> that's really Continue what it is. Continue with the list. I'm that's, sorry. That's really what it is. <laughs> this this rolls into the next one. Quality service. Yeah, boy. You're only as good as your last customer interaction. Do you talk mm. about good service or does everyone in your organization understand it and live it? Wow. Yeah, you'll have to understand that the person eating needs water, and that's it. <laughs> Goddamn. God like, I understood they were closing up, but, uh-huh. like, me, you know, we... I get it. I get it. Service, if I can, I will give it a 15 out of 10. Service? Yeah, I sometimes mean, good it's service. It's called the fucking food service industry. Okay, I'm going to be real. I didn't really like the food at San Pan, but... John M made the experience. The food at Sam's Exactly. Well, yeah, I what, didn't really you didn't it. really order anything phenomenal. I ate the freaking noodles with the with the what other John was it? It was a beef brisket. Yeah, it was it was or beef was rib good. or something like that. I don't know. The, the we meat. had we had like the duck. The duck the food overall was alright. Like out of ten, it was like what? Like a seven and a half? It was yeah, it okay. Was a seven. Yeah, yeah, it was like seven, seven and a half. It was okay. But John M did make the experience because I like he, we drank our drinks, and the minute they were gone, he came over. He was like, "Hey, can can I get you guys another oh, round?" Oh shoot, yeah, I didn't even drink. I forgot. Yeah, that. he was like, "Can I get you guys another round?" And then we we're like, "Yeah, sure, thank you." Like I feel like after you've had your drink, like just sit there for a long time, then the drink actually hits, and then you're like, "I don't need another drink." If you actually get to the table before they finish the drink, or like right as they finish the drink. I think they're more likely to order another yeah, drink. More likely, yeah, that's smart. Because they I, haven't, like, the actual alcohol doesn't hit you just mm-hmm. yet. It's not even that. It's almost like if, if you like a report card. Like when you go to the restaurant, you go like food, um, you go service, mm-hmm. you yeah. go let's say drinks. You say atmosphere. Yeah. And let's yeah, say let's one. say everyone's like a C C C C, but the but the service is an A. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings everything up. Yeah, it makes the experience better. Yeah, like, I've been in restaurants with the food, like, in Sampan, Junior was right. The food wasn't, like, to die for. Mm-hmm. Everything just went by so smoothly. Orders went by smoothly. Drinks just kept flowing. Table was ready a little table bit Table was ready. They meased the table. They cleaned the tables. They crumbed everything. Like the food every, came out insanely fast. Everything was fast. Holy shit. It, made the, it made the whole experience 
just amazing. Bang, honestly, bang, honestly, bang. the fact that the food came out that fast made me so damn happy. Cause yeah, because service it sets the, we were it sets the tone. It sets the tone for everything. We weren't even. I don't think we were that hungry. We had like a snack like for lunch, but it's it's more or less like I hate waiting like such a long time sometimes for food. Mm, important, important. Ten out of ten. Damn. Service. John M. So if you're gonna go to San Pan, go and just ask for him, cause he was great. Next one is. I'm gonna I'm gonna stalk I'm gonna stalk the restaurant. I'm gonna call him and be like, hey, I'm calling for John. Yeah. And then just be like, hi, my name's Daniela. Um, I went over a few things, and then yeah, like you just made it on our podcast. <laughs> just want to let you know. <laughs> that we should, we appreciate you. The best part was he gave us free uh free dessert. Scones, yeah, the scones were really good too. They were good. He gave us free desserts at the end of the night too. He was like, mm-hmm. "Thanks guys, appreciate you." But then John also gave him like a hefty ass tip because he was so in love with him. Dude, it was the first time I went out. Like you know, I had to. I had to. <laughs> That's it. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Exactly. We're going to take a little break. It's getting really hot in here. I need AC for five minutes. We'll be back. (laughs) Hello, fellow heroes. I'm interrupting this episode to let you guys know of our gift card giveaway. These are the rules. Follow us at Spitting Your Food Podcast on Instagram. Repost our last Instagram post on your story with the hashtag S-I-Y-F giveaway. And tag us for a chance to win a Starbucks gift card. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. And now we're back. All right, we're back. What? <laughs> what the fuck? We're back. We're cool. We're we're, we're chilling. <laughs> we're back. We had to cool down. This is this was getting heated. It was the first day that it was like eighty degrees out in a long time. So. And my apartment is in now a sauna. It's a what? <laughs> now a sauna. My apartment. Hey Alexa, was it now a sauna? <laughs> Next on the list, Onawasawa. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I think we only do this podcast just to have you guys roast me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. You just say stupid shit. That's I don't know. <laughs> Let me put my Google Translate to Cherokee or something. <laughs> no, it's not, no, That's offensive. Um, okay, we're back. Six, 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 six. Dude, shut <laughs> the fuck up. Canada. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians, Canadians watching this, listening, they're just like, oh damn, they really changed. We just, we just lost seventeen subscribers. Honestly, yeah, we probably did. Anyways, okay. <clears throat> so next one next is execution <laughs> slash atmosphere. Boom. Do all the elements of your restaurant experience provide your customers that you provide your customer come together every hour of the day? How do they know? Do you take action to make sure that they do? Oh my god. Uh, they should. <laughs> he wasn't listening. I was. All I was thinking what was Awanasana. So, so it was the atmosphere slash consistency. There had to be. God damn it, Donnie. Atmosphere and consistency. The atmosphere is very important here. Here's what John's going to say. This is why the atmosphere is important for John. Go ahead. John hates walking into a restaurant, sitting down at a table, and not being able to see his food. You have to. He hates that. He absolutely hates that. He, like, every time we've sat at any type of restaurant, and he he has a dim spotlight on the food, he, like, cries a little on the inside. 
He turns on his flashlight like an old okay, person. Moon lighting is a thing, but what the fuck? Like, why are we eating in the dark? You know, like it makes sense. I. Yeah. So, would you not be open to going to that restaurant where you, they blindfold you and you just eat blindfolded? That's different. That's an experience that's purpose, purposely... Like, the mood lighting is purposeful as well, but at the same time, like, you have to you have to balance it a little bit, you know? There's an Italian restaurant in the city that Dean and I went to, and <laughs> we sat down, and in the table, first of all, it's in, like, a wine cellar, wow. so it's essentially going into a cave. Yeah. And then you sit down on the table, and there's but one string light hanging all the way down on top of the table. And a small candle. And it's it's it literally and the smallest candle that doesn't even like, flicker well enough. And the the light is so small that you could grab the light and point it at someone to play like bad cop, good cop, essentially. Like that's how tiny the fucking flashlight thing is. It looks almost like a flashlight. And we sat down, and yeah. I looked at Dean, and I go. John would hate this. Yeah, like, he I, would not eat here. I would not do it. No, like there's been restaurants that are like light, like lightly dimmed, but then on the table they have a center light, like shining down. It shines yeah. enough. That's fine. But yeah, atmosphere, consistency throughout the restaurant too. Like I don't like random lights. Like you know, you ever seen like a restaurant that is like okay, that's look that you know every booth looks the same, and then one booth just has like a random lamp or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a different light bulb, everything is exactly. daylight. Exactly. Like the soft lights, that one's a uh, white light. Oh, uh, no, you happen. You know what? This I just did... happened in my bar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. out oh. my the bar, dude. Damn. So in the back, we had like these like lightings for the back bar, which has this gorgeous kind of like they're like LED lighting that glow. Oh, true. Underneath yeah, the drinks. So we we do just blue light. Why blue? I don't know. They picked blue. But the only problem was there was three different blues. There was one dark blue, a light blue, and there was one blue that was just a white light bulb that we taped blue duct tape on because we didn't have blue light bulbs. Wow, you're throwing them on a bus. Absolutely. So I I, 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 I saw this for the past like year, and I've been mentioning it every time. Hey, do you guys need, any, you need anything for the bar? I'm like, yeah, new light bulbs, the blue light bulbs. Oh, okay. Next week, same thing. New light bulbs, new light bulbs, new light bulbs. Literally, it sounded like a broken record for months. Damn. Finally, awesome. three light bulbs went off. I was like, dude, I need fucking light bulbs. Can you just get light bulbs? Make sure they're all the same. They're all blue. the same. They're all the same. Just give me eight, <clears throat> and I'll just change them. Right. And then finally, after, I swear to you, like nine months, Jeez. I finally got the blue light bulbs. They, and, he, and then, you know, the worst part, they're like, here's your bulbs. They act like I'm doing a favor. They're doing me a favor. It's like, bitch, this is your fucking bar. This is what makes you millions, hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. I'm getting a small little fraction, not even from you, from like your customers. Your their customer, your customers are paying. Yeah, not I mean, you. as a client or as a customer that would walk in yeah. and see the light bulbs like that, upset. Yeah. So it's <laughs> just a small thing. Can I just add on what? a little bit to the, to that? Yeah. What's that? We're talking about consistency. I hate going to a restaurant, when and the drinks look different. Oh. Oh. And like you you order oh. you order the same drink and then the decoration looks different. Yeah. Absolutely. Or like it's just like or, purposeful. You know, like a different yeah. flower. Like same, fla- same yeah, flower same Yeah, it's it's still a flower color. and a fruit, but yeah, like exactly. it's a different flower and a fruit or yeah. whatever the case may be. Uh-huh. I hate that. That uh, even fruit, worse. That even bothers worse. Me. Different menus. They've whipped out a menu, one's paper, the other one's like you know, laminate. Uh, yeah, like laminate or something. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah, that's 
that's not it. Yeah. That's not it. I really, the the drink thing really bothers me. I don't know why. Menus. That's I forgot true. about that. Yeah. That's true. The drink, the, the menus. Yeah. I've never been Especially to a place f- like that. Sometimes the that. food. Nah, I hate it. The have food? You, yeah. I mean, I get, because the bartenders, different bartenders, different chefs, they have a different kind of flair. They right. all have their different personalities. Maybe they do. It's the same thing that's on the drinks or on the plate. Yeah. But they might tweaked it a little bit you know how so like flavor wise presentation presentation wise flavor wise like for me i don't like my drinks to be like overbearingly sweet but some let's just say that there's just one person who works with me that likes his drinks really sweet so when i taste i always go with the shout out to the previous episode the flavor star so I'm like, oh, it's a nice balance of so, like maybe some sweet, some sour, some acid, like some acidity. I mm-hmm. try to balance it, but this other person likes it more on the sweet more than anything else. So yeah, it's just as an example of you know, yeah, of how it could be different. Right. It's just personal opinion. I I get that. Like Junior doesn't like being in the dark. I could eat in. I could eat with the lights off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. For me, it's that cleanliness. For me, is too like oh, I absolutely. feel like cleanliness is definitely so important for atmosphere. I hate sitting at a table where I could feel the crumbs of someone that was sitting there prior. And it's like okay, you don't got to pick up every little fucking crumb, right? You got to see tables. I get that, but like sometimes. I've I've sat at a table and then I feel the fork of the person that was sitting there before me. You think that there's ever been or a the restaurant? napkin and I'm just like what the fuck? Yeah, that's important. But you ever think there's a restaurant that like this is I don't know why this crossed my mind that leaves tables empty for at least five minutes so the seats aren't warm. Whoa! Ooh. You ever thought of that? Wow, that Never. would. That's so smart, though, because, yeah, I feel that. Do you not like sitting at warm seats? I don't mind it. I was just... <laughs> I honestly don't have a problem with it. It's but very... It's uncomfortable sometimes, It is a little though. bit uncomfortable. Uh, Especially if the last person was ugly, you know? What? <laughs> That's fucked up. It's true. Are you... Wait, what did you say earlier? Are you stereotyping? That's not stereotyping. Yeah, you're stereotyping anyone stere- that leaves a warm seat. I'm not putting seat. anyone in a category. I'm just saying it's yeah. worse when mm. someone mm. is ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's fucked up. It is. Be be be. I said what I said because that's what makes you beautiful. Yeah, wow. that's right. That's what they say in Canada. Very nice. Very nice. Um. All right. Okay. Now atmosphere. I'm trying to think if there was anything last. For me, it's definitely the consistency in drinks. Uh huh. And the cleanliness. I if I don't like coming to a restaurant and being able to see the cobwebs or like the the grease stains. Yeah. <gasps> I hate that. I mean, I hate that. Atmosphere is so so. I was broke something. (laughs) That's how much I. That's how agitated I got over the. You don't even have. You don't even have to be like um, a fine dining, high ticket restaurant to have a great atmosphere. No, you don't. There's there's a lot of restaurants and like one my some of the best dining experience I had when I went to my country were vendors in the street. Uh-huh. You know, you, you go there in Indonesia, you eat with your hands, so they give you this little bowl of lime, you squeeze it, and you wash your hands with the water with lime. Mm. You wait, you can see him cook the food in front of you, mm. he places it on a newspaper with a bamboo leaf, and you eat it on the table with your hand. You crumble up and throw, away, throw it away. Yeah. That's not fine dining with the most definition of, the, the, the definition of the word, but that in its own realm 
is an atmosphere. It's yeah. an experience. Right. Yeah, just like drive through is an experience, you know. There's so many, so many. Yeah, I don't like well or poorly laid out drive throughs Those are annoying. Oh, like the ones where... Bruh, I swear to God, I'm going to Shout out Dean, phone. shout out Dean. I'm going to throw your phone. Um... Like, are you talking about the ones where, like, you turn to the corner and, like, the corner's so tight, it looks like you're going to go ahead? turn corners, Ugh. you know. Those are horrible. It's like a right angle turn. I hate yeah. ordering from Sonic. That's why I've only been there, like, twice ever. I've never been Yo, there. Yo, Sonic but was only, such a letdown. I've only when I went there, I was expecting, stuff. like, a girl with pigtails to come out and, like, roller skate oh, backwards. Oh, yeah, they bring him out to you, don't they? No. No, I got no. The, I got a person literally just walk out. Yeah, like, here you go. He's like, here you go, bitch. Open your window. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. Put your tray there when you're done. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I've never been there, but I okay. mean, the concept of Sonic is pretty badass, but execution? No, not really. Execution wasn't there. Yeah. All right, what's the last one? Um, there's two more. Oh, okay. Food. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. As You're always. only as successful as your last meal. Ah, well, what was my last meal? Your bolognese from last night? <laughs> the shit was fire. Burr, 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 burr. My last meal. Someone how Someone sauna. Someone how Someone sauna. I can't even say it anymore. Mm, yeah, the food, obviously. This goes back to what I said earlier. It's called food service. Food, Foods first. Service. Service is second. Yeah. Everything else that you like said, like the manager or the atmosphere, all of that ties really well into like the service part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The food is what's leading the restaurant. Like you have what you always call a good product and then you have great people behind you to support it. To back it up. And back it up. <clears throat> Did we just solve the algorithm? Thanks to the Canada? Thank you, Canada. Thanks, Canada. Thank you. Resto biz. I see. Um, yeah, definitely the food for sure. Mm-hmm. Always the food. Always the food. Although, so, although, do you get mad when people bring out like really nice food and like whacked out plates? Um, like broken or are we talking broken? Yeah, like or? like they're either chipped and or like they don't match. Poor quality. I mean, it depends. Where they I'm don't going. match like what the restaurant. They don't no, no, match, no. Like, like you and I go ahead and order the same plate, and then um, your plate's blue and mine's purple. Oh, I hate that. Unless I'm like eating at like an authentic like Spanish place or something, uh-huh. I understand. But that, yeah, that's, that's part of the style. Say, yeah, yeah. Other than that, nah. Like, yeah, if you go into like a nice restaurant, you're paying thirty-five dollars for your dinner or forty dollars for your dinner. Yeah. It better. I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything, but it. it better look good yeah like there's no chip something like that on yeah. the plate they better have blue light bulbs there's no <laughs> fingerprints the fingerprints on the plate the plate's no, not cold and the food's hot thing. Mm. you know there's so much yeah so much. I just have to ask about the food part on, on the back end of it though I think that the food menu is incredibly important as well for the restaurant side of it why does it go back to the flavor star no, not even that. It's just, just with the whole. No, like, something that would catch cost. your eyes. Or be intriguing. Exactly, like. The, and variety in the menu. You can make if you can make a restaurant and you make everything just with high ticket items like oh wait, you got what we got wagyu beef and we got you know New Zealand king salmon uh-huh. and we have abalone. You uh-huh. you have the high ticket items. Uh-huh. And your restaurant won't work. Won't. Won't. Really? Unless you're charging 
$150-$200 for every every person that comes in. Okay. You need to... A mentor once told me that you need to have your menu structured like a pyramid. You know, there's the bottom which actually supports everything on the top. Like your high ticket items. Like breads, vet, like sides, things like that. The ones that aren't too much money, but they make the restaurant a lot of cash. High margin. Because in the restaurant, your, your food is such a... It's, you're running on such a low margin already. Mm-hmm. And it's a perishable. Like, if you buy like really nice steak, you have to sell it in like two weeks. If not, it's gonna brown. It's gonna taste fresh. The customers won't it come won't back. Enjoy it, yeah. So you have to, you have to run your restaurant on a very structured menu yep. for the food. Pyramid food. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I've never thought of that. Mm-hmm. John's gonna be looking at the menu next time. Yeah, now like I understand that. why I've always thought like, why not just have like the main course, you know? No, because uh-huh. I need my sides, I need my appetizers, I need my drinks, you know. Yeah. yeah. The restaurant needs its wants, its go to. You need, you need that. You need to have you your need menu the low ticket, too. low ticket items to support all the high ticket items that you need to buy. Is that? Where'd what? you learn that from? My husband. <laughs> Things my husband taught me. That's that's literally yeah. my segment at Legit, home. We were hanging out. Yeah, we were just hanging out the other day, and she's like, "All right, I'm making some shrimp tacos." She's like going over it. She's like, "This is what my husband taught me. This is what my husband taught me. This is what my husband taught me." I'm like, "All right, all right, cool." <laughs> every time, every time I step into the kitchen without Dean, I just go, "What would he do?" <laughs> what would he do, and what has he told me to do? Yeah. They were good. They were banging. Thank you, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp tacos brought to you by Dean and Spirit. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you got one last one? Last one All is right. customers. What? The customers? customers? Yeah. I mean, basically, basically this this had like... We love to hate customers. So many... This, this article had so many things that I don't want to just blab about. It's too geeky. So I'm just going to categorize it as customers. For example, target marketing, customer data, customer feedback. Mm. All those are kind of come into one. Customer data. When they say like customer targeting and customer data, you mean like like figuring out the geography but yeah, like, where like, you are being really the restaurant? customers, their demographic profile, their right. needs, their preferences. It's like do we need a kids menu? Do we not? Exactly. <laughs> Uh-huh. I got my thinking cap on sideways. Let's go. He does. Seriously, I have it. Yeah, it's sideways. I have it on sideways. Mm, all of that. Yeah, we love to hate customers. I literally walked the other day and I was like, fuck this place. I hate customers here. And my coworker goes, why? What's wrong? And I was like, they're just such entitled bastards. But then in my head, if you put in perspective like what Dean just said, it makes sense that they're going to that restaurant. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's the customer they're attracting. It's because of the food. And the service that we have. Uh-huh. So, I'm going to an Applebee's from now on, guys. I love Applebee's. Don't you dare. I only go to Applebee's <laughs> after nine. They have terrible lighting. They, they have, do. They their have, lighting is not as bad. I've seen worse lighting. I've seen worse lighting. I love their wings. You do love their wings. God. Jeez. All right, guys. Well, um, I guess we've debunked the algorithm. That Thanks to Canada. Thank you, Canada. Shout out the pyramid. Shout out the taste flavor uh, star. Uh, yeah. 
Shout I think out. I'm more. I'm, can you send me the article? I'm gonna go ahead and tag the article on like the post once we publish it, just in case anyone's more curious there or wants go. to you read the read along with us. Read the rest of it. Shout Did out I send you a picture of the flavor star? The flavor star? No, but I'm still I'm still set on debunking you on that flavor star. I highly doubt it. Shout out our Instagram, Spinning Your Food Podcast. I invite the. <laughs> what, what, how do I say? It? I, You're I just invite shouting the out people on the yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, I invite the challenge. So. Shout out to Shout everyone. Shout out Dean for having the facts. Yeah. Shout out Donnie for having Dean to teach her how to cook shrimp tacos. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, You're you know. an idiot. Shout, um, shout out to Junior for the support. Yeah. For the support. Absolutely. Here. Shout out Shakespeare for having us warm up. Yeah, we warmed up with Shakespeare. That's a whole different story, though. It was pretty funny. Um, all right. And we appreciate you. <clears throat> Any last remarks? Shout out the heroes. Shout out to all the heroes. Shout out to Six. The six. Boom. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Cue the music, Dean. Do, 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 do. Spoons and knives and <laughs> chatter. Flattering. Starts to fade Thank right now. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Yay! Yay! <laughs> 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 All right, good job, guys.